hostilities will end officially at one minute after midnight tonight, Tuesday the 8th of May. We may allow ourselves a brief period of rejoicing. Today is victory in Europe day. Long live the cause of freedom. War transformed not only those who fought on the front lines and the civilians who experienced it, but also those who supported them on the home front. Although a long-awaited peace lay ahead, there were many changes to the faces that returned and in those who greeted them. Veterans Affairs Canada wants you to explore the stories of those Canadians who have served and sacrificed for our country. These are the Faces of Freedom. When all of the men her age were enlisting, Anne McNamara knew she wanted to do her part. Determined not to be left behind, she joined the Royal Canadian Air Force in 1943 as part of the entertainment unit. There, she starred in the All Clear Variety Show alongside her fellow cast members. And together, in an effort to boost morale, they brought the show to allied bases across North America and Europe. Washington, we played the Walter Reed Hospital, and the, they, they were the first passenger to return from Pearl Harbor. Now that whole hall was filled, filled with young men. Maybe there's women too, but majority men. Well, when we appeared, the girls, to do our first number, the curtains opened and they screamed and they whistled and they hooted and howled. You know, they yelled and screamed so much that we couldn't hear the music. So we couldn't get started our dance because we couldn't hear the band. And the next day in the paper it said they were a little confused when they first started, but once they got going, it was really, really an entertaining show. And we were sort of giggling and trying to practice how to curtsy. 
when it came to our turn, but it never came to our turn because she just had a lot of time and she had to leave. So we didn't get to meet her and we did we weren't allowed to take any pictures. So that was us and Queen Wilhelmina. Meanwhile, her future husband, Howard McNamara, who was considered too skinny when he first tried to enlist, was working hard to put on weight. He was eventually accepted by the Royal Canadian Air Force, later serving as a Spitfire pilot in North Africa and during the Italian campaign. My younger brother was uh, turning turning 18 in 1940. So when he turned 18, we both decided we should join. So we went down to the Air Force uh, recruiting office and uh, wanted to sign up. Uh, my brother passed uh, right away. I passed the, the physical, but uh, when it came time to my, my weight, uh, the doctor says, I think you better go home, put on another 10 pounds. So <laughs> I didn't enjoy the same day my brother did. We were stationed at Port Said. We spent about eight months uh, being uh, retrained and uh, re-equipped with Spitfires. When we were completely uh, re-equipped, uh, we, were, we were then transferred from Egypt to, uh, North, uh, to the Italian campaign. The American Bomber uh, Command was stationed in uh, Gardenia, which is uh, in, in the, which belonged to Italy. And uh, when they went on campaigns, they would fly north. We would pick them up and cross over to northern Italy to operate. And uh, that's when I completed my uh, operational uh, tour. I found out <coughs> when I got home uh, that November that uh, my brother had been shot down. And he'd, he'd been on... Uh, fighter squadron in England and uh, he was shot down over over Europe. He was 21 years old at the time. When I was home on leave and uh, all this came out, the family asked me if I would accept the uh, retirement offer that the Air Force was giving out at the time. Because uh, they had enough pilots overseas that uh, <laughs> they could afford to retire a few of us. So I took the offer. We had met before the war, I guess, and then we didn't know each other. We just had met up there. And then after the war was over, we used to go uh, dancing, you know. It was always never like a date, like two people going with each 
other was always like a, a gang would go. We were in each other's company. He'd be with his date and I would be with mine. And one night we started a dance together and it felt, felt pretty good. And so that's when we started to work together. We got engaged, we got married in May in 1948, I think, and uh, that was it. We'd be married now, well, do the math, 48 till now. 72. 72 years. And with that, I'd like to thank you for listening to this edition of the Faces of Freedom podcast. You can keep up to date and join the conversation on social media by using the hashtags Canada Remembers and Faces of Freedom. Or you can find us online at veterans.gc.ca slash Canada Remembers. We also have online Faces of Freedom articles where you can learn more about those who have served and sacrificed for our country. If you have a suggestion for the podcast, whether it's a specific guest or story, you can reach us on social media through the Canada Remembers Facebook and Instagram pages, as well as the Veterans Affairs Canada Twitter account. This spring, Veterans Affairs Canada will commemorate the 75th anniversaries of the liberation of the Netherlands and VE Day through digital initiatives and activities. Let's flood social media with tulips, the flower representing the friendship between the Netherlands and Canada using the hashtag tulips at home. You can also send a postcard virtually thanking those who have served. Show us how you remember this spring using the hashtags Netherlands 75 and VE Day 75. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next time. And remember, their faces tell the story, but their legacy will live on.